The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, September 14th edition. Hope everybody had a great Monday. It was a fun seven-game slate we had for us. The Chalky Astros are coming through. The Chalky um, Dodgers are coming through as well. So we'll have to see how that one plans out. But uh, Giants are getting some stuff done for us. Alcantara was filthy. Wayno wasn't too bad. Fun night. Evaldi got scratched, moved to Tuesday. So we'll talk about that on today's show as well. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick. Join us in the free fantasy Discord, fantasy DGens Discord. Lots of fun over there as, as well. So come have some fun getting your questions answered for all sports, all fun stuff and things. Also, PricePix, PricePix.com. Come check that out. Become a uh, Download the app. Create an account. Use promo code Bubba, B-U-B-B-A, for a first-time deposit match up to $100, PricePix.com. All right. We got 12 games for you on a Tuesday. We're going to get you in, get you out, quick hit style. Let's get to the pitching on this 12-game slate here. Garrett Cole returns from his hamstring injury that kept him out or made him leave his last start early. We'll see how he looks. He's 10-7 at the Baltimore Orioles. If you believe Garrett Cole is good to go, then it's a great play. Absolutely phenomenal play. Before he uh, left his starting as Toronto early, 45-4, 37-25-9, 31. Four straight just phenomenal Garrett Cole-like starts. Nine caves or more in three or four of those starts. A total of two earned runs total in those four starts. Garrett Cole is filthy. Now we'll have to see how uh, locked and loaded he is, of course. You have to imagine he's healthy. The Yankees need him to win. So they got him out there. You got Baltimore striking out 26% of the time versus righties, hitting 240 with a 200 ISO and a 106 WRC+. plus. Phenomenal spot for Garrett Cole. You'd have to imagine if he's taking the bump on Tuesday, he's good to go. No limitations. So Garrett Cole at 10-7, very, very strong play on this slate. Lucas Giolito, on the other hand, at 10-2, says he's good to go. Heard some interviews while he was on the IL that said if it was a postseason game, he never would have left the game, never would have went on the IL, would have just toughed through it. But uh, the White Sox have a big enough lead they can get away with this kind of thing. And that's why I'm not paying 10-2 for Lucas Giolito against the Los Angeles Angels. The Angels are a team you could definitely take advantage of. Look at you, Darvish, dealt against him his last start, and now the Giants are taking Darvish to pound town. That's what happens. We talked about it on Monday's show. Darvish is just broken right now. The velocity's down. The Angels just kind of make guys look better than they actually are. Could make Giolito look great. I just don't think the White Sox push him. He's going to go probably five innings. Is that worth it for 10-2? I don't think so. So Cole at 10-7 is in play. 
And then Frankie Montas at $10,000 at the Kansas City Royals. I'm a huge, huge Frankie Montas guy. And I'm also I like the Royals quite a bit, but Montas, four straight 22-plus point outings, six and two-thirds or more in four straight, three earned runs or less, six or more Ks in all four outings. You get a Royals team that is playing better of late. Ben and Denny, AL Player of the Week, hitting 500 over the past week with three home runs and like 14 RBIs or something. But as a team, Royals are striking out 21% of the time with a 249 average, 86 WRC plus versus right-handed pitching over the past month. So Montas at 10K, very, very much in play for you in this one. You can go back to Eovaldi. He's 9600 bucks. Price tag went up a bit, but you can go back to him versus Seattle if you so choose. Don't mind that at all. Uh, you got Marcus Stroman at 93. It's interesting. Very, very interesting to say the least. Going up against St. Louis in this one is um, he's coming off his 23-point performance at Miami. Just doesn't have the huge, huge ceiling, but did have seven Ks. His last one, he got five or more Ks in four of his last five starts. Six, seven, seven of his last eight starts, he's got five or more Ks, which really helps him get that 20-plus point upside, which is great. So if you want to do it, you can, but St. Louis's bats have been playing much better of late, and they strike out 23% of the time versus righties. Actually, against righties, they've struggled. 23% K rate versus righties. 228 average, 145 ISO, 85 WRC plus. So if you want to go Stroman at 93, I like him in cash much more than tournaments. But he brings you a very, very good floor if you're kind of thinking Montas and Cole are a little risky for some reason. Stroman at 93 brings you some nice leverage there. So 9K and above, Cole, Montas, you can go with Uvalde if you want. I liked him when he was cheaper on Monday. And then Stroman at 93 is the kind of guys I'd go to. Cole and Montas, my favorites by far. But then you got the Uvalde Stroman area where you can make some fun. It gets murky, murky on the rest of this slate. Like Disco at 85 or San Diego, I don't mind. San Diego's been struggling a ton. Disco's been very, very hot and cold, though, like since coming off the IL. Only went four and a third to three earned five Ks his last start. They're kind of babying him with these injuries. I just don't feel comfortable doing it. I know San Diego's bats are struggling a ton right now, like really, really bad, hitting 202 over the last month for Ryan and pitching. I just don't believe, like, if you want to use him in a tournament at 85 and hope he's good to go, two starts ago. He got you 20 DK points. But right now, he's just so in and hit and miss on how far he goes in these games. Lots and lots of risk with Disco. So that's very, very tough. You can go Kyle Gibson at 81 if you want. He's been risky as well. His last two starts have been atrocious. Four and two-thirds, three earned. Five and a third, eight earned. Prior to that, though, back-to-back gems against Arizona and at San Diego. So take your poison there. It's a Cubs team that we've seen strike out a ton, but they also get the job done. They're striking out 28% of the time versus righties right now. But in 246 with a 201 ISO and a 98 WRC plus. Their WRC pluses are two points below average. But that 201 ISO says when they do make contact, they make big boy contact. First right-handed pitching with like Swindell and Hap and, and company really getting the job done there. But Gibby at 81 on this rough slate, I can see the argument. Let's put it that way. One of your chalkier value plays on this slate is going to be Eric Fede at 6900 bucks at home against the Miami Marlins. It's a great play, too. He's coming off six innings, four and seven Ks for 16.5 against Atlanta. I'd take that for 69. He had back-to-back starts against the Mets who beat him up, beat him up bad. Prior to that, at Miami, six and a third, one and 10 Ks for 32 points. So he's had some really good starts and some really ugly starts. Makes for a great GPP play at 6,900 bucks. He'll be super popular. We talked about Espino on Monday. You know, pitched a contact guy, but the Marlins are just the Marlins. They're striking out a ton. And I mentioned how Espino, like his last three or four starts, the strikeouts have come up which means he's obviously not pitching to as much contact. Still, he's not overpowering, so when they do make contact, it's boom. But um, Spino did good. He got you almost 20 DK points for like 6,300 or whatever. Well, you got uh, Fetty at $6,900 tonight in a really, really good spot 
against Miami if you want to pick on them as they just continue to scuffle tremendously, striking out only 27% of the time, hitting 218, 108 ISO, 68 WRC plus versus right-handed pitching. So Fede does check the boxes as a very, very strong play. If you want to be contrarian and go Jesus Lazardo at 63 and hope he's figured something out, you can to his last three starts, 21 or more points. He's gone five and two-thirds or more in three straight, three earned runs or less in three straight, eight or more Ks in two or three. The only reason why he had a bad uh, DK point night is because he had three Ks in that one start against Philadelphia. Otherwise, he's pitched very, very well over his last three starts, looking like a little bit of what people hoped he would be. Now he gets the Washington Nationals, a team that's very, very hit and miss, but they only strike out 16.2% of the time versus lefties over the last um, month, hitting 286, 218 ISO, 133 WRC+. So Washington's hitting lefties very well over the last month. Something to keep in mind, like Lane Thomas and um, Carter Keeboom a little bit, but Soto, Josh Bell, Ryan Zimmerman, um, they got some options there. Riley Adams catching. They got options from the right side of the plate versus left-handed pitching, which makes Luzardo, I think, a really good tournament play at 6,300. Just risky. Just risky. Like, he's looked so much better his last three starts. Really, really good. It's just Washington. You never know. But for 63, I can get behind it for sure. And then Jackson Coar at 5K, I don't mind at all. Oakland's got some really good bats, but Coar since getting recalled from the minors, he's made two starts, six innings in both starts. Six are in his last time out, two weren't prior to that. But six or more Ks in both starts, 10 or more points in both starts. He's $5,000 against the Oakland Athletics, a team that is um, striking out about 21.5% of the time versus righties, hitting 241, 161 ISO, 100 WRC plus. So Coar at 5K. If you just want to say screw it, I'm on board with that. So recapping your pitching up top, Cole and Montas, 10K and above, love them both. I think Cole, they wouldn't be pitching him if he's not ready to give him a full effort. They don't want Cole for four innings and, and duck. They want Cole to go throw that complete game shutout. Like that's what they need badly. So they wouldn't have rushed him back if he wasn't ready to roll. So Cole at 10 7, I'm on board with. Montas at 10K, I think it's a great pivot off of Cole if you want to go there. I don't mind Evaldi. Stroman is in play at 93 if you want there versus, um, versus St. Louis if you want to go that route. And then like Gibson, I wouldn't be shocked if he does well. He's been very, very hit and miss, but I wouldn't be shocked. Eric Fetty at 69 is a great value. He's going to be very popular. And then Luzardo and Coar are nice pivots at super cheap prices if you want to mix and match as well. All right, the pit, the hitting on this 12-game slate. Let's go to the catcher's position on this one for you. Yeah, guys, Monty Grandal, uh, $5,100 switch hitting versus Pucky Naughton. Uh, Grandal has been just crushing baseball since coming off the IL. No problem going back to him on this one at 5100 if you're paying up with a position. Pretty, pretty awesome spot there. The Gigantes were low-owned on Monday. We were all over that stuff. They should be popular, but it's 12 games, so it'll kind of stretch it out. They get Jake Arrieta. That's always great. Buster Posey the night off on Monday. He'll be back in that lineup on Tuesday at 4,600. It's a good spot there for uh, Posey. Got Alejandro Kirk at 44. As Toronto just continues to score run after run eight more runs on Monday night, this offense is just dumb. They put up 22 on Sunday, and they tweeted, I didn't see it until uh, Monday, but they tweeted how we scored more points than all these football teams. As I listed off like 16 football teams, it was freaking gold. Absolutely amazing troll job. But there's some good good Twitter accounts like the, the Chargers, great troll job on Washington football team. So there's some good stuff out there. But um, Kirk at 44 for stacking Toronto. Don't mind that at all. Going down to 4K and below now, like if, 4K, Gary Sanchez, if you're fading uh, Wells and the Baltimore team, which is not a bad thing to do. That was Toronto just took them to pound town over four games over the weekend. New York should have their field day with Baltimore. So Sanchez at 4K is actually a really good value. Higashioka probably gets to start, though, with Cole on the bump because that's his personal catcher. So Higgy's 3,900. So either one of the Yankees catchers, 
decent price tags, really good matchups in those ones for you. Going down, it's a little cheaper for you on this uh, 12-game slate. At the catcher's position, going down to 3K and below now. A lot of guys up top, but um, like um, Danny Jansen's 31. If Kirk's not in the lineup, Jansen's not a bad one. Uh, Christian Vasquez versus Anderson at 31 is another option for you as well. Not really in love with either one of those. I'd hope, I'm hoping for some better value, but those two do have decent spots for you on this slate. And then you got Riley Adams against Luzardo at 26. If you're fading Luzardo, good value there with Riley Adams, who does hit lefties very, very well. And then other than that, there's really nothing standing out at the position unless uh, certain things pop when lineups come out. Like the, the Astros had a 2K catcher, Giants had a 2K catcher on Monday. You'll never know what you're going to get, especially in September. First base position, you can go Shohei if you want, but I'd rather go Varito at 62, who hit number 43, I believe it was, on Monday night. The dude just unconscious, so he's 6200 bucks versus Rasmussen. Toronto stack is very much a play. I love Rasmussen. He'll go about four innings. Then you get Toronto bullpen. I mean, Tampa Bay bullpen, and it's just been ugly of late, so I can totally get behind another Toronto stack. And belted. Absolutely belted. It's 7-1 Giants. It's their fourth home run off of you, Darvish, tonight. Uh, I, I just absolutely love this Giants team. It's absolutely amazing. Sorry to uh, to uh, get distracted, but the, he just went McCovey Cove on that one. So that was freaking awesome. And we're talking about first base. I think it's only fitting. But Vadito at 62, like I said. Back to the position. You go to Max Muncy at 54 if you want versus Weaver. That's fine. But Matt Olson at 51 versus Coar if you're not using Coar. Pretty good price tag for you there. Uh, Big Meat Pete the Polar Bear at 4900 bucks is heating up. So you can look at him at 4900 versus Woodford. Don't hate that one as well. Cheaper options for you, though. Rizzo's okay at 45 versus Wells. Brandon Belt's only 44 versus Jake Arietta. So hop on board that train if you're feeling frisky. Don't mind that at all. Like I'll, I'll go right back to the Giants. I, I promoted a, a cheap Giant stack on yesterday's show and in the, sli- in the, the Discord chat. I, I, I followed my words. Things are looking good so far, so uh, we're having some fun on this one. Going down to the below, or you got Jose Abreu at 42, I will mention. is a phenomenal value. He's been up by the 5K range for a while. He's in a bit of a slump of late, I will say. But packing not in the lefty could be a really nice spot for Abreu at 4,200 to kind of get back on track for you in that one. Below 4K, if you want to fade Zach Granke, which always something I enjoy doing. Nathaniel Lowe is $3,900. He's in play of Luke Voigt's in the lineup for uh, the Yankees, which would be nice. He's 38 versus Wells, and it's lefties very, very well. So that's a good little value. A piece of Yankees action there. Brad Miller versus Samson of Chicago in Philadelphia at $3,600. Good value. Miller's been hitting a ton of home runs of late, putting up some nice offers too, but tons of home runs. So Brad Miller at 36, not too shabby. If you're fading Gibson, Frank Schwindel's still too cheap at 3400 That's a great value. Bobby Dahlbeck versus a very hittable lefty is only 3300 So you got some nice value here at the first base position if you don't want to pay all the way up. There's good options. There's good options in the 5K, 4Ks, and 3K. Like it's pretty spread out here. Maybe, maybe you just stack with these guys. You stack with them, or you go YOLO with like a Dahlbeck or a um, who was right next to Schwindel? One of those values. Take one of those, 33 and 34. That could work just fine for you. Um, other than that, nothing too crazy at this point in time. Second base position, Simeon's fine to fit in. Put up a goose egg on Monday. So that probably just means he gets going again on Tuesday. But you got Jose Altuve at 52, which is great. Houston, like Jordan Lyles has pitched very well of late. I will say that much. But his Houston team's clicking, folks. So watch out. Uh, Gene Cigarette, 49 is not bad, but. Getting a little discount on Mr. Ozzy Albies, 4800 bucks versus John Gray. Gray's been better at home than on the road. And you got Javi Baez at 47. Baez is hitting like 360 since he came off the IL, leading baseball and runs scored. So I think Baez at the 47 is very good as well. So Albies and Baez, 
still pricey, but not top price stuff. So I like that quite a bit. Josh Harrison at 45 here, fading Kawarsher. Jazz Chisholm at 44 versus Fede. Very, very much in play in their matchups. Cheaper options for you. If you want to fade Evaldi, Abraham Toro at 42 is worth a look. Josh Rojas had an RBI single off of Kershaw on Monday. He's only 41 versus Tony Gonsolin, who has been really bad and doesn't go deep into games. So it's something to think about with a sneaky Arizona look if you uh, choose to get to get get going on that route. 3K and below now, Nick Solak's 31. He got priced up finally a bit. Still too cheap, so that's good there. Tom of the Stella probably leading off like he did on Monday. What are you doing on Monday when he let off? Oh, he went to Ding Dong City. So La Stella's 2900 bucks for Arietta. That's an extremely outstanding value on this slate. So, yeah, I'm going to be back on the Giants. It's pretty much a cut-and-dry situation for me on that one. Third base position on this slate. you got Austin Riley's fine at 56, but uh, Chris Bryant had the day off on Monday. He'll be back to the lineup on Tuesday. He's 5,300. So that's a pretty solid value for you. Kyle Seeger at 47 like that versus Evaldi. Mondes, he's been so bad lately. It's crazy. Really, really crazy to watch that. But Alex Bregman, I keep saying, I said yesterday he's heating up. He's too cheap at 4,200 bucks. He had a two-run homer on Monday. Still too cheap at 4200 bucks on, on Tuesday. You know, Jordan Lyles, like, it, enjoy the discount while you can. You got Johnny VR at 41, but Longo, Longo hit a Longo Dongo on Monday. He's 3900 bucks on Tuesday. Giants are too cheap. We are going to be team stack the Giants. They're so cheap, they should be chalky, but we'll see. You never know. So, yeah, Longo at 39 is a great price tag as well. Gio, your shell is only 35 as well. It's a nice cheap piece of New York. Like, you can get a your shell and Voight potentially with, like, a Higgy. All sub 4K, not bad, not bad. You get some Yankees against Baltimore for that nice cheap price tag. You can enjoy that quite a bit. Uh, 3K and below now. If you're fading Cabre- or, um, Luzardo, Carter Keyboom at 29 is interesting. I'm not going to say it's not a good, like a bad, a good play, but I'm not in love with it either. So that that's an interesting value potentially. Other than that, there's not a ton of cheap, cheap guys, but there will be. I know there will be once got lineups come out, but nothing that stands out at this point in time. Shortstop, Tatis, always in play, period. Bichette went deep on Monday, 5200 bucks on Tuesday. is just fine as well. Uh, B. Cross, 4900 bucks. You can go to him if you want. He's like one of the more expensive Giants options, which is freaking hilarious these days. But he's a great play. Uh, Carlos Correa is heating up. He's 47 versus Lyles. Uh, going down to low 4Ks now. You know, Corey Seager had an RBI knock on Monday. He's starting to get going, and he's 4200 bucks, And he hits cleanup for the Dodgers. So you're hitting cleanup probably one of the better items in all of baseball. Good little angle there for uh, for Seager at 4,200. Uh, below 4K, though, Glaber Torres has been really bad, but loves Baltimore. Loves him. Loves him. He's 3,700. Get that discount to really have some fun with it. So if you want to go Glaber at 37, I don't hate it. Um, Lurie Garcia is 3,100 bucks for the White Sox. He's been swinging it pretty good of late, too, so you want to keep an eye on him at 3,100. Jorge Mateo is 25. Gavin Lux is 25. Edmundo Sosa is 24. She got some nice cheapy plays. Sosa would be my favorite out of the bunch, but some good cheapies for sure. Outfield position to wrap up the bats on this slate. You got Shoyo Tani is interesting, but Harper at 61 is outstanding for Samson in Philadelphia. You got Tatis is fine. Don't mind Soto versus the lefty. That's always in play. But Harper is great at 61. Betts is heating up. He had at least a double on um, a double on a walk on his first two at bats. That's as far as I've seen before I started recording. So he's swinging it hot again. He's 5,700. Yeah, Starling Marte at 55 is fine, but Aaron Judge at 54 versus Wells in Baltimore is nuts. That That's a huge play. Don't mind uh, Bryant like we talked about. Jordan Alvarez put up another 20-plus points on Monday. The dude's just raking. He's 5,100 bucks. It sucks because so much value is always in the outfield, but these boys up top, 
are just thumping right now. Absolutely thumping. Like Harper, Betts, Judge, Jordan, all over 5K, and Stanton's 5K. Those are all outstanding. Like they're all really good plays, but those five right there, just like, poof, that's some good stuff. Really, really good stuff. Below 5K, though, Kyle Tucker's been heating up. He's 4,800. T. Oscar had another big night on Monday. He's 47 in your Toronto stacks. Stuff's pricey, folks. Good thing, good thing there's like a, you could go Lazardo and Coar and just say screw pitching. You get all the bats you want, all of them. You don't, I'm not saying that's the only way to do it, but you could. That's all I'm saying. So it's, it's an interesting build to see how that one play out. Uh, Joey Gallo can hit lefties. He went deep on Monday. If you're feeling a little frisky, you want to be a little different in New York action, 45. Don't hate it. Um, Kiki Hernandez versus the lefty Anderson at 45 gets you a little bit of value, but Lou Bob's 44 versus Packy Naughton. I like that one quite a bit. Don't mind Cattell Marte at 44. He doubled off a of Kershaw on his first at-bat on Monday. But Lou Bob at 44, really, really good price tag there. Austin Meadows went deep on Monday. Jose Barrios is pitching much, much better uh, his last three or four starts. Do you want to fade him with the medals and a Rosarena? I don't mind it. Not not my top options, but I totally get it. Garrett Cole is prone to giving up a home run or two. We know this. Sed Mullins is 4200 bucks if you're feeling it. I think that's a very good tournament play if you want to get uh, really, really low ownership with some tremendous upsides. He's still hitting in Baltimore. Very hitter-friendly ballpark. Say Cole goes six. That's not the worst thing. If Cole's on, you're screwed, so it doesn't matter. But if Cole's off at all, you just hit the jackpot. So think about that. Mike Yastrzemski's 3900 bucks versus Arietta. He went deep on Monday. Great price tag. He's Giants, man. Outside of like a couple like cheap 4K guys, they're all in the 3Ks. It's freaking glorious. Um, speaking of 3Ks, keep dropping down here. Kutch is 38. Ian Haps only 38 if you're fading Gibson. We mentioned Schwindel at 34. Haps 38. Get some nice cubby value. Eloy Jimenez is down to 3700 So we had Lubob at 44. We had Abreu at 42. I know Eloy's slumping, but he's 37 versus Packy Naughton. Let me tell you one more that I skipped over because I'm a dum-dum, but uh, Timmy Anderson is supposed to be activated on Tuesday. He crushes lefties, usually leads off. He's 4600 So you can get a nice cheap White Sox stack. Packy Naughton's been decent, but this White Sox team versus a lefty, maybe this is just what they need to get going again because they've been kind of going through the motion as they've had so much of this postseason locked up here. So keep them in mind, but Eloy at 37 you got Rafael Ortega. If you're using the Cubs, he leads off at 37 as well. So not a bad price tag there. Lamont Wade Jr. tripled his first at-bat, got robbed of another triple, probably his second at-bat by Will Myers. He's only 3,600 versus Jake Arrieta. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. continues to hit. He had three or four hits on Monday. He's 3,600. I've been using him so many places for value. He's too cheap in the best lineup in baseball right now. So get your exposure one way or another. Great way to get that exposure. So uh, don't mind him at 3,600. If you are fading Fede, Jesus Sanchez up to 32. Really good value there. Jared Kalinick at 32. I like him versus Nate Eovaldi as well. He's swinging a really good bat. Wrote him up in the um, wrote about our premium values article for Monday. Wrote him up facing Evaldi, not Erod, but it carries over to Tuesday now. So that's a beautiful thing. Uh, some other cheap options: um, Brian De La Cruz. If you're fading Fedes, thirty-one hits third right in front of Sanchez in between Sanchez and Chisholm. So that's not a bad spot to be there. Santander at three K. If you're really wanting to fade Cole, Benintendi, like I said, player of the week in the AL. He's three K versus Montas. I like Montas a lot, but if you want a guy that's red hot at the dish. Uh, that's a good price point. Lane Thomas at 29 leading off versus Lazardo. If you're fading Lazardo, that's a great price point as well. Uh, for Thomas, who's just been awesome, power, speed, table setter, scoring runs, doing a little bit of everything with Lane Thomas. Um, going down even cheaper in this range. God, Lamont Wade almost went another warning track ball. The dude's crushing baseballs right now. But uh, 
Because mid, like I said, um, oh, it's a different Miller, different Miller. So DJ Stewart at 26, again, if you're feeling that way, Lux at 25, talked about him. He's shortstop outfit eligible for the Dodgers. Uh, DJ Peters, though, I always love him at 25. Lito Tavares at 25, two super values for Texas that you can take advantage of for sure. Other than that, though, just really see what comes out in the lines. Like Kiermaier's down here at 23, Jake Lamb at 23. It's only if you're getting really in your stacks. Don't mind Seth Beer at 22. He was uh, should be in the lineup versus Gonsolin on Tuesday. Dude scored a run, driven in a run, hit a homer. He's doing everything in his first three games. So he's very, very intriguing at 2200 bucks. So I'm going to keep an eye on. Other than that, though, check your lineups. Okay, recapping your pitching real quick on this 12-game slate. Garrett Cole at 10-7. Frankie Montas at 10K. Two top options for me price-wise on the slate. Ivaldi's okay. Stroman at 93. I like quite a bit as well. But if I'm paying up, it's for Cole. It's for Montas. That's where I'm paying. Uh, in the middle, you can roll the dice with Disco. I just don't like what, how they're using him because he's so fragile right now. Kyle Gibson at 81. He's always boom or bust if you're feeling that. Otherwise, you just come down and punt. You get Eric Fede, who should be popular, but great matchup first. Miami at 6,900. You got uh, Jesus Lazardo, whose last three starts has looked really, really good. He's $6,300. And then Jackson Coar at 5K. So you got some really good punts. I'd rank it Lazardo, Coar, and Fede just because Fede is going to be the most popular. He's got the best matchup. But uh, those would be those three. And then I'd have Cole Montas up top, mixing in some of those guys in the middle we talked about. Stacking things up. Don't mind the Cubs versus Gibson. If you're not using Gibson, especially because of their value with Schwindel, Happ, and Ortega, don't mind that at all. Definitely Philly and play for Sampson, starting with the one, the only Bryce Harper. That's a, Harper's another great play for you on this slate. Um, I don't mind fading Lazardo if you want to, but overall I'm kind of and I don't mind fading Fetty. It's just it's a weird game. That's like a, if ownership's going really strong one way or the other, I'll have some bats from the other side. Is where that one's coming. New York, Baltimore, Yankees will be popular for good reasons versus uh, Wells and that whole Baltimore bullpen stadium. You name it, Yankees are a great play. Tons of value though. We talked about Higgy, Voit. Glaber, Urshela, and then you can mix in the big dogs, of course. Uh, Tampa Bay, Toronto's always, Toronto's always in play, plain and simple. Nothing fancy there. Uh, a couple others for you. Houston te- Houston versus Texas. You can keep riding Houston. They're red hot if you want. Jordan hitting everything. Tucker, they're expensive, but you can keep riding them. Otherwise, go to Texas Value that we usually like as well. They can be in play. Love the White Sox. They're very affordable because they've been slumping, but you get the lefty packy not at home. That's an angle you can go to for sure. Giants versus Arietta, top stack for me on this slate. If you want to go Arizona versus Gonsolin, don't hate it. And uh, it's probably, and I could see some Seattle action if you choose, but lots of fun ways to go here. Yankees and Giants are the two clear favorites for me, surrounded by some other hot spots there. Um, yeah, see, Sean just tells me Jordan Alvarez is double donged as we're recording. Like the dude that gives him like almost 40 DK points tonight. The dude's unconscious. As I mentioned, he's one of the top five guys in that 5K and above range. He's just, it's ridiculous what he's doing right now, but it's absolutely beautiful. But thanks for joining me in the chat here, Sean. Much, much appreciated. You guys can check me out. I, I do this live stream on the Rotoballers YouTube channel. You can watch it later on the Rotoballer YouTube channel or download it on any podcast platform you, 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 you listen to. And if you do download it on a podcast form, if you could give it a rate and review, I truly would appreciate it. Also, go check out prizepicks.com, create an account, use promo code Bubba, B U B B A, to get a first time deposit match up to $100. Bench with Bubba coming at you twice a week for fantasy baseball season-long action. Recording Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's Tuesday again, Bubba and the Bat Flip, so come check that out. And also go check out my written content at rotobar.com on Tuesday, the free DraftKings article. But that'll do it for tonight. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, September 14th edition. I'm out.